Whether this is her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct is everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. I've heard that there's a house that has some bodies in the basement. Somebody told you that Shakaya was a victim of human trafficking? And come to find out, this is like, it exploded into this huge thing. I knew. I just knew something was wrong. Police say 33-year-old Jared Bridegan was shot dead. I kept calling his phone during the drive. Gunned down in front of his two-year-old daughter. It's a murder that stunned Jack's Beach neighbors. His murder has attracted national attention, with investigators saying he was targeted. Eventually, a police officer answered and told me to come to the police station. Justice is something that takes different shapes or forms. If you know something, heard something, please, it's never too late to do the right thing. So I'm Deanna Thompson, AKA Body Movin'. And I'm John Green. For about a decade, Deanna and I spent a lot of time on the internet, especially in the underbelly of the internet, trying to identify and get animal abusers arrested. We spent countless hours scouring the dark web, helping catch predators. We spent over a year and a half trying to get law enforcement to take us seriously about a man that was killing cats online, and he was threatening to move on to kill humans, and that was Luca Magnata. Yeah, you might've heard about the Netflix special called Don't Fuck With Cats. That's us. Well, now we're turning our online investigative skills to some of the most unexplained, unsolved, and just ignored cases. This is True Crimes. The production of iHeartRadio and KT Studios. So I really want to find out more about this mysterious White House in Billings, Montana, and how it could be connected in some way to Shakaya's disappearance. Right. We have that old blurry photo that the team from KT Studios sent us from when they went out to Billings in 2019. Remember, they did that documentary about missing and murdered indigenous women for NBC Universal's Oxygen Network. Stephanie from KT said we need to talk to Mike Toth. He's the private investigator they worked with in Montana. Yeah, hopefully Mike can shed some light on this mysterious house. Hi, Mike. Hi, how are you doing? I'm good. How are you? Good to meet you virtually, I guess, huh? As you know, Stephanie and them, they reached out to me in Montana because they were looking for a PI to give them some guidance. From then on, we just started working on the case. And this this one that we're talking about now was on our radar 
One of the reasons I wanted to talk to you today is last week we were provided a couple of photos. Uh, apparently it's in reference to some weird house where girls are supposedly held against their will in a basement and bad things are done to them. Are you familiar with that? I'm familiar with that story, yes. And that house. So do you know where that house is? Yeah, I'm sitting out in front of it right now. I'm just driving around aimlessly, you know. I didn't know exactly what part of town it was at. I didn't know what street. So I was like, I'm going to just do a grid drive. And sure enough, when I turned the corner, boom, there it was. I'm on my laptop looking at it on Google Street Maps. I see it now. And so, and this is what I told Stephanie. I think the building, it looks like it's a detached garage to me more than anything. So do you believe there's any validity that this house was, or this building was used to hold women, girls against their... I don't know for sure. It doesn't look like there's a basement. So like right to the to right to the front door there was a camera there, right? It looks like there used to be one. But I remember when we were here four years ago, there was cameras. I remember there was cameras all around the house. And now there isn't. And to me, it doesn't look like anybody's there. Those cars aren't there anymore. Now the lawn is mowed freshly mowed compared to everybody else's so it would just be watching it i guess to see if somebody's coming and going or checking on it yeah but right now if i was to guess i'd say no one's living there so our private investigator mike toth says no one is living there and the house looks very different than it did several years ago yeah, which might mean if it was used as a trafficking house, and for all intents and purposes, that's a big if. They've probably moved on, which makes a lot of sense. Human traffickers don't hang out in one spot. They tend to move around a lot. Right. But maybe there's some information about the past tenants uh, or the owners that we can find out. John, go, go do your thing and let me know what you find out. KT Studio sent us the photos. Unfortunately, they didn't have the exact address because it was three years ago. I went online on Google and tried to find it. I found the park that, this is the weird part. I found a park that matches one of the photos they sent us that KT Studio sent us. And that's the park the detective said, Shakaya left Tumbleweed to go meet somebody else. This house is literally three blocks, less than half a mile from South Park. Oh, he really? went down. He went. Yeah, he went down and drove around the neighborhood and found the building again. He called me. He was sitting across the street from the building. He actually sent me a photo. You sent me a link on Discord this morning of maps, right? Yes. And so I'm looking at it right now. Okay. Yep. And I'm looking at South Park, which is the place that the private investigator said that she was walking to right and just uh, just to the like 10 o'clock a little bit over from the park there's another red dot yes that's the building oh that's the that's the house okay okay that is very close see now i'm starting to think maybe there's some significance so okay. after talking to the pi i started thinking okay let's find out who owns this building so I went, you know, on Google Street Maps, it gives it a street number. I'm not going to name it right now because sure. we don't know. But it actually gives it a street number. So I just went on a real estate site, Zillow.com, and typed it in. It said that, that address doesn't exist. And I thought, that's strange. 
So I said, well, I'm going to see if Billings, Montana has like a, an assessor's uh, partial map. Yeah. And so they do. They have a planning map and an, an assessor's property map. I went in, typed that address. It doesn't come up. But what happens is the address of the building next to it comes up. And when you're looking at the parcel map, it includes that house next to it. So it's the same property, two different buildings. Yes. Is that right? So same property, two different buildings. Okay. Yes. If you were looking at it, you would think maybe they're separate buildings. It shows who owns the building next to it that you can find. It shows it. It's a, an LLC company to a person who lives in another state. So it was just kind of... Why would an LLC own that little barn-looking thing? It looks like a little white barn. At first, I thought this white building had nothing of any significance, but then the more I keep digging it, the more weirder it gets. So I don't know yet. We don't know that yet. That is interesting. But it is close to the park, so we need to... It is very close to that park. Yes, so we need to ask... Um, hopefully, we can speak to uh, Jakaya's sister, Shawnee, again, and ask her if she's... If she's heard this story about Shakaya leaving Tumbleweed to go walk to a park to meet somebody, it matches. But here's the difference. In 2019, when they found this house, they said there were cameras all over it. He said, now there doesn't be any cameras on this house. Okay. And when I looked up the property tax information, up until 2017, it was owned by one corporation, but in 2018 till now, it switched to a different corporation. Really? The ownership could have changed in 2018, which is the same time that Jakaya mm-hmm. went missing. Mm-hmm. Now, maybe we're just, this has nothing to do with her disappearance, but the more we look at this building, this white building, the more weirder it gets, I guess. So that's just one more thing we need to run down. I've been trying to learn um, about human trafficking since we talked to Shawnee. And that's what they'll do. They'll rent properties for like six months at a time and move constantly, you know? So it, it like they have like a, um, like a house, like a, like a, not a safe house. Cause it's clearly not a safe house, but they'll have a base. Right. Yeah. And then leave, leave after six months. So it, it wouldn't surprise me if there was some sort of, you know, stash house for these girls. Well, here's the one thing. In both versions of the story, there's one commonality, and that's tumbleweed. Let's stop here for a break. We'll be back in a moment. Become a part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry with an education from Trinity School of Natural Health. Trinity graduates can empower their communities through natural health principles and techniques, whether they go into practice to guide others toward their wellness goals or open a store to sell their favorite health products. Trinity grads are equipped to change lives. With 19 online programs and flexibility to fit your busy schedule, including the popular Certified Natural Health Professional, you can get the training that helps you turn your passion into a career And here's the best part. You can earn the certification in less than a year. From herbology to naturopathy and health coaching, Trinity allows you to make a meaningful difference by helping others live healthier, happier lives. Don't wait any longer to pursue your passion for natural health. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S., 
That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash iHeart. That's LifeLock.com slash iHeart to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. We need to talk to Shakaya's sister, Shawnee, more about the day Shakaya disappeared. Yeah, now that we have a better understanding of the area in Billings, the park, and this mysterious house, let's talk with Shawnee. Oh, and we need to talk about the red pickup truck that was mentioned earlier. And that's another thread we need to pull out. Hello, is this Shawnee? Hey, yes. Hi, this Sorry. is John. No worries. Hi. Hey, one, one <laughs> second. I have Deanna on the other line. She's at work, okay. so she's not going to talk much. She's just going to listen okay. to you and I talk. Hey, Deanna? Yeah. I have Shawnee on the line with us. Talking to you last week was like very, very informative, gave us a lot of information. And I kind of wanted to follow up with that conversation, maybe ask some follow-up questions and some more questions if that's okay with you. Yeah, that's perfectly fine. And how do we know there's a red truck? I'm sorry to keep bothering with these things. No, you're fine. We have um, to like, we who, who saw this red truck? What What is this? There's a video. We don't know. What can you tell us? Apparently, there is a video of her getting onto this red truck. Um, and I don't know if that originated from Detective Fritz or exactly, exactly who that originated from. Supposedly, there's a video of her getting onto this red truck. I read about that. You're, you're, your cousin posted about that. And she said that Tumbleweed couldn't read the license plate, um, mm-hmm. according to Yellowstone County Sheriff's mm-hmm. Office. But we don't know. Um, if that's been verified or not. So we, we kind of want to talk to the cops and see if they'll tell us anything. Right. So who's Detective Fritz, if you don't mind me asking? Detective Fritz is the guy from Yellowstone County Detective's office. He is the one who actually found her case. Like I said, nobody gave it to him. He just picked it up off the desk. Um, and he's been the one that's been trying to, He's he's been the one that's been on her case for these past four years. And he's still actively working it? I don't know about how actively, but I know he is a detective assigned. And has he been open to speaking with your family about Shakaya? Um, it kind of seems like it's on his terms because when we try to call or get a hold of him or anything, we don't get an answer back unless he calls us. I don't feel very comfortable with them handling my sister's case at all. 
you know, I don't know exactly what happened. I just know that she was filed. Detective Fritz told us himself that he's the one who found it three months later and decided to pick it up and roll with it. We would try to call into the detective's office and we were either told that Detective Fritz needs to get a hold of us. They wouldn't really actually listen to what we had to say. I don't even know if any of the information that we told them was taken down and given to him. I I don't know. That's the kind of feeling we have too. And we've been through that before personally, you know. So um, we definitely understand. Um, and it's very upsetting. I get the impression that they were kind of probably like, oh, you know, a girl of the streets kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And, oh, on top of the, and on top of that, she's Native American. And you know what I mean? Like, I just get that impression. Oh, 100%. Um, but have, that's exactly yeah. what, what happened. That's yeah. Exactly what happened. There were a few things that popped up that we didn't understand why they weren't being looked into. And I'll text my mom just to confirm who that was, what that was. But again, like there was a few things that we called in that we got tips on our own. And don't know if they were taken serious. And then if we did talk to Detective Fritz, we were told that it needs to come from a first person. No more the no hearsay. hearsay. Yeah. And which I I did. I get, but at the same time, when we're telling you who this is, they were never contacted by Detective Fritz. Yeah, and unfortunately, that that time is so important, you know, and you know that. You're living it. So, yeah, uh, that's kind of the impression that we have as well. And we don't want to ruin this investigation. My biggest thing right now is Rico Mm -hmm. is in jail, right? Mm -hmm. And he hasn't had trial yet. He's been in prison or in jail for like 18 months, 18, 19 mm-hmm. months, are they like putting the pressure on him to get information about where he took Shakaya? You know, this whole situation where Shakaya's missing persons case just sat on somebody's desk is really bothering me. I don't get how someone, a young girl, could go missing. The family files a police report and nothing happens until it's just found on someone's desk. It doesn't seem right, especially since we know that indigenous women disappear and are killed at very alarming rates. Yeah, it feels like Shakaya's missing person case is part of a larger issue with indigenous women in Montana. I came across this lawyer and indigenous activist. Her name is Mary Catherine Nagel. I think she can really help us explain how Shakaya's case fits into the larger problem of missing and murdered indigenous women. Deanna? Yeah. Mary Catherine's on the line with us. Oh, wonderful. Hello. Hi. Hello. 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 We are um, so nervous to talk to you because we read about you today and you are a very, very impressive woman. Oh, well, that's very kind. Let me just dispel you of any anxiety. I am nothing but a commoner. Um, so, I, uh, there's nothing magic about it. I'll, I'll tell you that. Oh, my uh, gosh. You're a playwright. <laughs> you're a lawyer. A that, lawyer. Come on. <laughs> you're pretty impressive. Oh, well, thank you. That's, that is very kind. And um, I am just very excited to be connected with you two and, and to hear you know, what you're in, the stories you're interested in sharing and telling. And we wanted to provide some like backstory to Shakaya. She's our, our missing uh, woman. Um, uh-huh, and uh-huh. maybe some of the challenges that, you know, that she would experience and, 
and you know with law enforcement and um, yeah. you know, her substance abuse problem perhaps and why that happens and mm-hmm. you know like mm-hmm. how like uh, the violence against women's act failed and how that all goes into and why why tribal uh, sovereignty is so important right so yeah. so we wanted to kind of talk to somebody who knew about that and you are like the perfect person to do that so I'm so grateful that you're that you're willing to talk to us. So the work that I do is trying to fight for justice for these families and for the lost lives, fighting, asking law enforcement to investigate their cases. Uh, it's hard work. Um, there's pretty much every incentive you could think of to not investigate the homicides of Native people in this country. And even though we are the population most likely to be murdered, we're the population whose homicides are the least likely to be investigated, which I think is in part why we're murdered at such incredibly high rates. There are just no consequences for murdering Native people. On many reservations today and in many urban areas, you can murder a Native person and law enforcement will not investigate. Why, why is that? I mean, is it just lack of resources? Is it just um, jurisdictional so, issues? So, there are many reasons why Native women and Native people are more likely to be murdered than any other population. One is a jurisdictional issue, and that is that, as the Department of Justice has reported, the majority of violent crimes committed against Native people are committed by non-Indians, which is a political classification related to citizenship. You're a non-Indian if you're not a citizen of a tribal nation. You are an Indian if you are a citizen of a tribal nation. And according to the DOJ, non-Indians are more likely to be committing violent crimes against Indians than Indians themselves. The reason that's a jurisdictional issue is that in 1978, the Supreme Court eliminated tribal criminal jurisdiction over non-Indians on tribal land. So today, if you're a non-Indian, again, someone who's not a citizen of a tribal nation, you can come onto tribal lands and kill anyone you want, and the tribe cannot prosecute you. The FBI has jurisdiction, but it's not a priority for them. The FBI always has jurisdiction when a Native person is murdered on tribal land. But more often than not, the FBI declines to investigate. And some of that could be attributed to a lack of resources. Um, However, at the end of the day, it's because it's not a priority for the FBI. The FBI does not deem it a worthy expenditure of their resources. When you're off of tribal land and you're in communities like Billings or Hardin, Montana in Bighorn County, Tribal governments don't have jurisdiction beyond the reservation border. Um, you're, so you're depending on, you know, state and county law enforcement or the urban police department, you know, and Billings should be dependent on the Billings police department. And there's a lot of prejudice and bias in border towns and urban areas near reservations or with high urban Indian populations. So, for instance, in Billings, Billings Police Department has one of the highest rates of killing Native people. Uh, there's a high rate of violence perpetrated on Native people by the Billings Police Department, and in turn, a real lack of motivation or incentive for them to investigate the homicides of Native people that take place in Billings. Similar to that in Bighorn County, not too far away in Hardin, Montana, where they have one of the highest rates of missing and murdered in the entire United States, and you know, those, the sheriff's office there does not investigate homicides of Native people. So in, in doing some research just on Shakaya's case, we wanted to see how big of a problem this was and looking up data and, and reports. So the one statistic that really stood out to me was the one in three statistic that came um, out of a yeah. 1998 DOJ report. 
about violence against women that basically reported that one in three Native American or Native women have been a victim of sexual assault, particularly rape. I mean, that number just blew me away, which I think goes to the bigger issue is law enforcement doesn't care and doesn't want to solve these cases. And it's very scary. And, and I, hopefully by us talking about Sakai and this podcast will bring more attention to it and make people understand who are not Native Americans why this is important. Have you personally been involved in a case where you brought information or evidence to law enforcement? And how did yes. you handle it when you brought it to them? I've ignored it. I have um, interviewed eyewitnesses and typed up notes and sent them to uh, county officials, encouraging them to follow up with the eyewitnesses. I have called the FBI and tried to give them tips. And every time I've done that, those tips and information I've relayed has been ignored. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. That's in your lawyer. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, you know what I mean? That's crazy. Well, I actually had an FBI agent in the office in Billings yell at me and say, um, you know, I'm not going to investigate a case just because a lawyer tells me I have to. And I, of course, said, well, I'm not telling you you have to. I'm just telling you this relevant information. But I mean, just really messed up. Yeah. Wow. That makes me really upset. Yeah. Well, well, we really, and we know you have to go. We really, 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 really appreciate you talking to us. Please, you know, don't hesitate to follow up. We will, for sure. Um, I would be happy to speak to you again if you feel like that would be helpful. So, you know, just really thankful you're covering this. We'll definitely be in touch, for sure. Great. Thank you so much. Thank you very much for your time. Thank you so much. Have a good night. Bye. Let's stop here for another quick break. Become a part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry with an education from Trinity School of Natural Health. Trinity graduates can empower their communities through natural health principles and techniques, whether they go into practice to guide others toward their wellness goals or open a store to sell their favorite health products. Trinity grads are equipped to change lives. With 19 online programs and flexibility to fit your busy schedule, including the popular Certified Natural Health Professional. You can get the training that helps you turn your passion into a career. And here's the best part. You can earn the certification in less than a year. From herbology to naturopathy and health coaching, Trinity allows you to make a meaningful difference by helping others live healthier, happier lives. Don't wait any longer to pursue your passion for natural health. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. 
Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. After our conversation with Mary Catherine Nagel, we sent an email to Detective Fritz of the Yellowstone County Sheriff's Office just to see if they were still working on the case and looking into Rico's involvement. The good news is that Detective Fritz did respond via email. But he also said he would call us to at least confirm that they were in fact working on the case. And he never did, which kind of leaves us wondering about the status of her case and Rico's potential involvement. But the more interesting thing that has happened is the text message from a friend of Shakaya's. Shanae sent us the screenshots of text messages she received a few months ago from a friend named Kristen. She apparently saw Shakaya in Great Falls, Montana, which is just three and a half hours from Billings where Shakaya disappeared. The text from Kristen read, I saw her walking. She ran and got into the back seat with them. It looked like she had a limp. My dad said it was a guy driving, but he couldn't make out what he looked like. He had a mask on and the windows were tinted. Almost positive it was a gold Buick. That's huge for a couple of reasons. If true, Shakaya is still alive. After seeing this text, I want to talk to Shawnee and let her know what our private investigator turned up. Karen is the one who sent me these screenshots. Gotcha. And again, Kristen would know what she looked like she has seen her she's she's known her and again we have heard multiple times that she has a limp so did you guys ever figure out what type of vehicle rico drove or owned no so the pi gave us a report he owned a buick so when you sent us that those text messages today my heart left out of my chest like the hairs on the back of my neck stood up yeah me too because why i always under i always sorry I know. I I get it. I'm so sorry. But this is good news. No, no, this is good news because information yeah, yeah. that information that we've got matches up with somebody who may have seen her in Great Falls and and it's more of a connection I don't mean to make you cry. I am so sorry. But to us, like when we saw your text messages and we had seen the report from the PI, both of us like oh my god Deanna starts texting me like did you see this I'm like yeah I know right and that's why we wanted to talk to you today now we're not saying this is the same Buick it could be a coincidence it could be yeah no I know I know but it's just it's just well what what makes me wonder though is because why would she just get in right knowing who she is why would she why would she just get in that's what I always wondered and you know that Romello is from Great Falls in fact, I did not know that. In fact, he just got arrested for being on top of a, a woman in a parking lot that he assaulted in Great Falls. Oh my gosh! So I'm itching. You know what I mean? I'm like itching to my spidey senses. You know what I mean? They're they're yeah. kind of tingly. More on that next time. True Crimes is executive produced by Stephanie Lidecker, Deanna Thompson, Courtney Armstrong, Jeff Shane, Andrew Arno, and me, John Green. 
Additional producing by Connor Powell and Gabe Castile. Editing by Jeff Twa. Music by Vanacore Music. True Crimes is a production of iHeartRadio and KT Studios. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, please visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Become a part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry with an education from Trinity School of Natural Health. Trinity graduates can empower their communities through natural health principles and techniques, whether they go into practice to guide others toward their wellness goals or open a store to sell their favorite health products. Trinity grads are equipped to change lives. With 19 online programs and flexibility to fit your busy schedule, including the popular Certified Natural Health Professional, you can get the training that helps you turn your passion into a career And here's the best part. You can earn the certification in less than a year. From herbology to naturopathy and health coaching, Trinity allows you to make a meaningful difference by helping others live healthier, happier lives. Don't wait any longer to pursue your passion for natural health. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles, ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee visit rightrug.com that's r-i-t-e-r-u-g.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you 24-month financing is available with approved credit for 90 years we've been right here right now right rug flooring Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA.